I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello and welcome to today's episode, Raise Your Wealth Consciousness for Higher Sales Conversion with Marla Diane. Marla Diane is an international success coach and business strategist for high-achieving creative entrepreneurs and professionals who are ready to upgrade to the next level of life and business financially, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Celebrating 11 years in business, Marla Diane Mentoring International represents over 30-plus years of entrepreneurship, life and business mentoring, entertainment PR and talent management, also personal branding, personal growth, spirituality, professional development, coaching, and women and youth philanthropy. Marla's holistic approach to coaching creatives is she guides her entrepreneur clients to identify and implement new success habits, restructure their business systems, and leverage for higher revenues, and discover a renewed creativity defining their genius zone for higher revenues and leverage with new behaviors and upgraded mindset and an elegantly transformed relationship with money. Marla's teachings come from the truth that money is currency and currency is energy, which vibrates at a high frequency because it's a blessing and a tool for living your purpose. Marla, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here with such an important message because we know there are many people out there, especially those creatives and those on a spiritual path that need to work on their relationship with money. Thank you. That was a beautiful opening. (laughs) You you did well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. I'm glad you appreciate it, but I'm just telling them all about you. Thank you. No, that's, that was really very generous. Yo, thank you for having me. It's wonderful. Oh, you're welcome. We're happy to have you for sure. So why don't we just begin with, um, just tell us a little bit about, you know, how did you come to be a mentor and a coach for creatives? And, and why are you passionate about teaching wealth consciousness? Yeah, I have, <laughs> since the day I was born, I was a creative um, and I was brought up in a very, um, very artistic family. So aunts, uncles, my, my family, we've all and are in the creative industry. So I know the soul, I know the heart of a creative, um, and I know how to navigate the life of a creative. So uh, after my 22 years of entertainment PR, which you um, explained in the opening, is that I was ready about the 20-year mark. I was so ready for a change and a reinvention uh, and something more meaningful. Um, I had had a fantastic career. I loved the PR industry and being in the entertainment industry. It was just a lot, a lot of fun. Until then, it wasn't. <laughs> until, I got, 
<laughs> so I got to the, the 20 year mark and just said, you know, okay, chapter, what's the next chapter? And I had always loved um, uh, motivation, inspiration, and I was already on my spiritual path at that point. Um, I think about, what was it, eight, let's see, 2007. So yeah, it was about seven or eight years into my spiritual path, and I really wanted to be able to combine all of my 20 years and spirituality and universal law um, you know, and the whole creativity into a business, but I wasn't sure what it was going to be. And so put it out to the universe, spent about a year really researching and, and, you know, looking for certain things. And on one special day, I ended up, um, connecting with a mentor, uh, a woman coach, uh, in, she was a spiritual business coach, um, and mm, that was 2007. And by 2008, I was presented with the idea, well, why don't you, you know, turn your, your uh, expertise into a product, meaning coaching, workshops, teaching, that type of thing. And I thought, wow. And at the same time, which, what caused a lot of my divine discontent was that uh, the PR industry was evolving and innovating into this thing called social media. And mm -hmm. nobody understood how to do it, and including myself, and what were blogs, and what's going on, and what do you mean online, and, and so forth. So I had to do a quick study, and I had to really understand what was going on, and I needed to reinvent me. So when I found this mentor, she was literally, and she's still in my life today, she was literally teaching how to really build an online business, an online presence, and so forth, and how to build a coaching business. And I went, oh, sign me up. <laughs> show me how to do this, right? Mentors are great, huh? They're fantastic, right? And, and not a lot of people, in fact, Coaching was not as popular as it was today, as it is today. 2008, it was really just starting to become a very, you know, um, interesting career. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that was the beginning of 11 years ago when I began teaching personal branding, how to turn yourself into a brand as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a creative, and how to build that online um, community and then market to them in a marketing system. It was perfect. It was literally taking all that I knew and learning how to do it online with the systems and the strategies and you name it. And so I just evolved from that as we, as we know what happens in business. And over the 11 years, I just kept evolving and, and reinvesting in me and hiring new coaches and getting into new coaching programs to keep myself evolving. And now today, I am you know, a success coach and business strategist for creatives. I'd say I probably really zeroed in on a more refined business strategy um, five, six years ago along with universal law and your relationship with money, um, which became, uh, and how that showed up and became a real passion, and which is why we're talking about with consciousness today, is that one of my coaches who I was with for six years, she was a, back then, a money coach for women entrepreneurs. 
and she started offering certification courses to teach what she was teaching. And I was like, sign me up. I couldn't wait to learn because I too had at the time, I didn't have a great relationship with money. Yes, I worked hard and yes, I had, you know, systems in place and I was very meticulous, but as far as my, my worth, my value, um, my default to fear and worry and, and, and strife and struggle and all of that, especially at the time being a, a single mother and was raising my now 28 year old son, I knew I needed and I wanted a better relationship with money. And so I signed up, went through the course, you know, got certified and began then teaching that to my clients. And it became the kind of the, the signature, and I call it the, the champagne, excuse me, the champagne and caviar of my business because it's so rich. It's so rich in content and transformation that it, it never ceases to amaze me how it changes people's lives. Well, that's great. You know, I, it just occurs to me as you're talking, and one of the reasons why I'm, I'm thrilled to have you on the show is because creatives and spiritual folks who want to make their passion their livelihood, and that's not always an easy thing, as we know. And that's what you're talking about, and that's what we're really looking forward to hearing more about. So, well, maybe tell us a little bit about what you mean by wealth consciousness, and, and what are some of the common symptoms that you, uh, well, that, that actually illustrate you, yeah. that someone, someone may, need, may be in need of this uh, to elevate their wealth consciousness. Sure, of course. Uh, and to your note about how creatives, you know, and a lot of people, but especially creatives want to be able to monetize, right, their, their talent. And they do, but they don't really have the expertise, right, to move that into a business structure. So mm -hmm. that's really my sweet spot is I'm able to I've got the creative background, the creative love and artistry, and I also have the structure of, you know, knowing how to do that as a coach. And I'm able to marry together the, the genius, the talent, the creativity, the artistry with then the business structure, the money, all of that that's a missing piece for them. Right. And that's so important because oh. you really don't, you, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you have to have a structure to your business or you don't really have a business is what it comes down to. Yeah, exactly. And that's really where most of my clients who are typically, I work with those that are already have been in business for two, three, four, five years, even 10, 11 years, and they're ready for that next level. And they're tired of the DIY doing it yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> approach to business and they kind of surrender and go, okay, I can't do any more of this myself. How, what, how do I leverage? How do I move to the next level? More income. And so that's really where the, you know, the transformation begins for them as they realize that, you know what? I can't, I can't stretch my bandwidth anymore. I got to surrender. There's got to be another way. Right. Yeah. Right. And so many, so many of us actually face that or have faced that. It, it definitely, uh, it's uh, definitely an important point in growing your business. That is for sure. Yeah. So wealth consciousness. Yeah. 
So wealth consciousness is, you know, I inspired change by, you know, exploring the condition of your wealth consciousness and how it affects your life. And of course, as a business owner, your sales conversion, right? So wealth consciousness is essentially means how you're in relationship with money, how you think about it, how you feel about it, how you act, right? And to what degree does it affect your self-worth and your value? Um, a higher wealth consciousness is achieved by recalibrating and reprogramming old mindsets, old beliefs, old money stories, habits, behaviors, right? And you do that through, obviously, coaching. You do it through reading books, listening to podcasts, right, of experts, um, so that you can then begin to change, right, and create a new normal around your money relationship. Now, I was just on a call today with a couple, you know, prospective clients who had seen me at that conference I had just spoken at last week. And they were so like amazed that they hadn't even thought of a relationship with money. And they really wanted to better understand. And that's how I felt too, 10 years ago, is relationship with money. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, right. like, that seems so odd. And so what goes on is that our wealth consciousness basically says either we believe we live in an abundant world and there's plenty of money and there's plenty of opportunity to go around or we're in a lower consciousness which is the fear the worry the doubt the lack the shame the judgment the guilt you name it what the, the greed whatever human beings have attached to this beautiful blessing that we have in our life which is money people have attached no fault of their own because of their upbringing. Their mm, upbringing, right. right? The imprint from society, the imprint from not having education in school about it. I mean, how many of us were brought up in grade school or high school with a money management course? <laughs> right? No one, right. Nobody. Right. So you get to college and then they have those. But so there's so many different variables that that literally were left to create our money rules by right in our money beliefs mainly from how we were raised and so the wealth consciousness and raising it is to be able to literally upgrade get rid of what's not working for you as far as your mindset and that those behaviors right and those emotions around money that were false to begin with, right? Right. You and I are of the same, you know, mindset and, and belief, and you wrote a whole book on it, is that we live in an abundant universe. And if you, right, partner with that energy, because money is an energy, just like everything else in our universe, it's not separate. And it vibrates very high because it's a blessing. Right. Yeah. I love that concept, Marla. I love that, the way you yeah. say that. That's very beautiful and so apropos. It's, it, it really is. I mean, those are the, that's the mindset shift that I have my people, you know, my clients um, learn is that 
all of those attachments, those meaning those judgments that we have attached to money, money in of itself is a piece of paper with deceased notables on it. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> it's innocent. <laughs> and, it, and it's a tool to obviously then you know, bless our life and uh, exchange goods and services and be rewarded for your purpose and all of that. But all these judgments, um, no fault of anyone's, they've been passed down from generation to generation. Right. And that's why I call my uh, program Money Legacy, is that I'm here to help you literally create a whole new money legacy for you going forward and your family and whomever else you're a role model for. Uh, and as a business owner, so that you start making better decisions and you start making higher income. So, so important and so wonderful to hear. I mean, you know, when you talk about, do we believe in an abundant universe or, you know, a lacking, it does remind me of Albert Einstein's comment. It comes down to, do you believe we live in a friendly universe or a hostile universe? Yes. And it's very important to have that positive view, like the, you know, the glass half full instead of half empty, because yeah. it makes a huge difference because we're creative beings. Everything's energy and our thoughts, our actions, our words, our feelings are all creations. And we might as well, if we're going to be creating, we might as well create at a very high level, very positive level. So. Yeah, it's wonderful. So can you give us a few wealth consciousness tips to that might help with sales or money conversations? Because that's usually the difficult part when uh, uh, folks, creatives especially, start to go into business. Yeah, absolutely. And I do want to um, give a couple of recommendations as far as some books to read. Sure. Yeah. Um, wealth consciousness books that not only I read and reread and reread, as <laughs> um, we all know how important that is, and I and I recommend to my clients. A few of those are um, "You're a Badass at Making Money" by Jen Sincero, um, which is very. I don't know if you've read that or not, Nancy. Um, no, actually, I haven't. Oh, Jen is very very popular. Um, she's got a wonderful sense of humor. And she really takes the whole concept and topic of money. And I mean, you can tell by the title, you know, you're a badass. She, she has a very, um, uh, I, I would guess I would say comedic um, approach to your relationship with money. And it's just her style. So anyway, it's, it's, it's a fun book and it also has a lot to do. She deals with universal law, everything that we talk about. Well, that's um, great. Yep, The Science of Growing Rich, which you know, um, I'm sorry, The Science of Getting Rich, mm-hmm. um, which is by Wallace Waddles. Right. And then Super Attractor and May Cause Miracles by Gabrielle Bernstein. Um, those are fantastic books about partnering with universal law and so forth. And then uh, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Yeah. Right. Jack is great. Isn't he terrific? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so, going to add a book. You're going to add a book? Which one? I'm going to add a book. Yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you read David Cameron Jacondi's book, A Happy Pocket Full of Money? No, I love the title. It, it's an awesome book. I mean, he goes into very high 
universal principles. He talks, brings in uh, quantum physics and it's very, very good. It's more than just about money. I mean, it really does educate at a higher level in, in all about life. So I, I highly recommend that. It's a happy pocket full. Happy pocket full. Okay, I'm going to add that and go check it out. Yeah, I think you'll yeah. love it. I think you'll love it. It's, it's really great. So, well, thank you for those books. I made note yeah. of them too. Sure. And, um, it's always, I mean, there's so many things out there that it's always great to have recommendations because there's a lot to choose from, as we know. Absolutely, that's it. Um, I wanted to point out uh, and, and then go into some of these wealth consciousness tips, you know, during the sales conversion and so forth. And that is, I want your listeners to understand, here's some examples of kind of daily money relationship um, scenarios. And these are things like, are you connected with your numbers on a daily basis or are you in avoidance of looking at your numbers? Mm -hmm. um, banking, you know, budget, sales goals, sales revenue, savings plans. You know, do you know at any given time the condition of your money and the revenues, right? Mm -hmm. And how that also, which I know you're a big believer in, how it will affect your joy, your happiness, and your dignity, right? about being in relationship, being in the know of what your numbers are, even if they are dipping low, we're using what the uncertainty, but we're literally going, okay, we have the faith, right? We have the trust. Yes. We have the um, appreciation and gratitude. The money is there. It's not that we're going to die. It's not that it's <laughs> not going to be there. We need to come from a place of faith, trust, gratitude in that higher frequency as you are a you know, believer in and teacher of, is that when we're in that, especially in times of uncertainty, that's where the opportunities will flow easier and quicker, right? Right. So, Absolutely. Yep. So, um, you know. Well, and, you know, one of the reasons that is we need to be a match for that which we're trying to draw to ourselves, that which we're trying to create. So if we're always focused on, on the negative and the, the problems in the business or our debts or our bad relationship, whatever it is in your life, when you focus on that constantly, you're, that's what you're going to draw more into your life. And so I, sometimes people say, well, hey, I got to deal with this stuff. And of course you do. But we're talking about focusing your creative energy at the higher vibration, like you say, faith, trust, gratitude, all those things you mentioned, while you take care of whatever situation is in your life. You're not giving those situations, those circumstances, any of your creative energy. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Really, really well put. One of the really profound approaches in how I coach the money is, or the money relationship, is that I have this saying is that how you do money is how you do everything. What I mean by that is I use your relationship with money as a catalyst for change in all parts of your life. Because when we have the fear, the worry, the lack of boundaries, caving into discounts, not owning your worth, not charging what you're worth, those types of things, 
is that we are literally matching in the rest of our life, unbeknownst to us, no fault of anyone's, is that those lack and those lack of boundaries and those behaviors show up in all other parts of your life. So if there's a lack of self-worth, which I have, which happens a lot with, not only it was myself 10 years ago, but a lot of my women clients is that we've never been taught how to be powerful with money. And so what happens with these women that come to me, bless their hearts, is they really don't own their worth, right? So they don't charge their worth. And then once we recalibrate, and up-level their wealth consciousness, get rid of you know, all those beliefs that are not true, then they start having more confidence. They start you know, charging what they're worth. I have clients every day up-leveling their income once they get to that place, and it's actually pretty quick. I'd say within three to four months, it's done. That's um, awesome. Yeah. That's, that's great. Well, talk to us, Darla, about one of the strategies you teach, for instance. So let's see. Um, okay. Tips on how to help you in sales money conversations. So we attract, this is, I think this is a really important piece is that we attract who we are, right? Um, Right. In the sales scenario. You agree with that? Oh, absolutely. We, that, we, in life, we, attract, <laughs> we attract who we are, not really what we say or what we want, say we want. It's really what we vibrate. Absolutely. That's exactly it. Is that what I tell my clients and anyone who's your listeners is that the first thing, not the last thing, the first thing to look at if your revenues are not where you want them to be, look first at where are you with your money relationship? Are you always seeking discounts? Are you always worried and lack and hoarding money and all those things that, again, no fault of our own, we're unconsciously behaving around money, right? Look at that first. Look at your wealth consciousness first so that you can then obviously shift that so that you, since we're talking about the energy component of this, you attract those, right? which vibrate at the same place, right? Yes. We're talking exactly. about. Yeah. Right. So right. You, you attract, in this case, in sales, but absolutely in life, those that basically have the same frequency that you do. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So again, same, same thing as if you attract, you know, too many what I call tire kickers, people that are looking for price only and not value. One, they're definitely not your type of client, uh, and you probably don't have a qualifying sales system in your business, but basically is these low-paying clients really have you take a look at your level of wealth consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. Too many of those. Um, Now, as far as like some strategies, so I have... A couple questions that are constantly asked of me um, in, with my clients, and one of them is, what are the strategies to remain firm on your pricing while you're in the sales scenario, right? Well, pricing, right, number one, it begins with your own money relationship and what you unconsciously or consciously feel your worth, 
So what happens is when we're in that scenario, providing you have a qualifying sales system, by the time somebody comes to you um, and you're talking about your services and then obviously your rates, they better be qualified at that point because if not, you're wasting a lot of time. So that's, that's number one. But the real question right, that people are asking about staying firm is, am I worth, do I believe that I'm worth what I'm asking? And do I own my own value and my worth? That's the first real question to be asking yourself because there's no strategy to remain firm on your pricing. You either believe in your rate or you don't. It's right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And here's the key to this, which many of my clients love when they, when they first hear this. And that is, again, there's no fault of anyone's. They don't understand that they're even doing this. And that is every human being brings to, in this case, the sales scenario, a sales meeting, they bring their own money story to the table. Mm -hmm. It's your job as a, in this case, in my world, a creative entrepreneur to really not only own your worth because their money story has nothing to do with your brilliance and what you're worth. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. That, that's very well put. Yeah. Yeah. So out of compassion as well as then empowerment, you being already recalibrated with your worth and your new money relationship, you can spot that on a dime. <laughs> but you, right. can, you can spot that right then and there when somebody starts whatever they want to say, whether it's can you, you know, offer something lower or whatever they want to you know, bring to the table, is that you can immediately go, ah, there's their money story, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not a legitimate, in my eyes, it's not a legitimate negotiation. It's more about their money rules. And their money rules have nothing to do with your talent and your services and what you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. So there's a disconnect there. Yeah. Right. So uh, those are some of the main, main points as far as saying uh, remaining firm on your pricing. You have to be willing, have to be willing to walk away. If somebody's not willing to honor your rate, that's okay. We live in a abundant world. <laughs> They're not the last person on the planet. <laughs> right. And it just means it's okay, this or something better. Right. And that's challenging sometimes. It's very challenging. <laughs> right. That's, that's my point. Is, you know... It, Am I a stickler for, okay, maybe you work a payment plan out, which is absolutely appropriate. Mm -hmm. um, and I do that all the time, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Payment plans. But depending on your business, but it, you might be able to inch 100 here, 200 there, whatever. I mean, small amounts of money mm -hmm. um, and changes. But for the most part, here's what goes on is that in the course of a relationship, and, and I'm really talking about service industry type businesses, right? Right. Is that we literally, um, what happens in the money 
sales scenario is whatever goes on there is what's going to dictate the rest of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that if we cave in to a lower discount or a lower, and I use savings rate, I don't use the word discount, but if we cave in to a lower rate, what happens is it works in the psyche and, and then other things start to show up. Trust me, it's happened many times. Is that other things start to show up in that servicing of that client because in the beginning they were able to bend your boundaries. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, very yeah. good. Yeah, very yeah, good. yeah. So it's really very important to stand for your worth um, stand for those rates and honor your value because there's also this subliminal thing called respect. And those that really honor your talent and are willing to invest in that, there's a whole new level of respect for you, right, as that talent versus if you were to offer a lower rate because they asked for it. It's just the way the psyche works. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Such good points. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's see. I think there was another one here um, about, okay, this is a real hard and fast rule that I have about the selling. And that is never use text. Facebook message or email, anything digital to do the selling for you. I'm in order in, in order to have a respectful one-on-one -on -one conversation because money needs to be respected. And the fact that you're developing a relationship in the sales scenario, this is not an electronic relationship. This anything that in my world, anything that's basically a thousand dollars and above, right? Right. Take, right. take that on an average, let's say five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars for services or more. That deserves a conversation either over Zoom, right, or Skype video or in person. If need be, okay, the phone. But please, everybody, please stop sending an email with your rates and a proposal without you talking to them first. Well, I, I, your point is well made. For high ticket items, I, yeah. you're not gonna get a response that way. People just don't look at an email and hand over or sign up for a $5,000 course. Maybe not even a $1,000 course. I mean, That's right, that is correct. Because money, again, it needs the respect, it needs the connection, and sales, just in basics, is a relationship. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sales is a relationship that is for the higher ticket items. I mean, if it's a $50 or a $200, whatever, that's fine. That You don't need to be there. It's fine. They can click here and buy now. Right, right. Absolutely. But, yeah. So yeah. I'm constantly assisting, and thank goodness, the, when I'm teaching sales to my clients is I'm having them recalibrate to a new normal they cannot reply. So in other words, if somebody sends an email, and this happens often to my creatives, someone will send an email to them asking them for their rates and what, you know, what are their packages? And I'll say, okay, what are you going to do? 
And I said, well, you're asking me not to reply. I said, no, I want you to reply, but I want you to, <laughs> right. I want you to invite them to a call and explain to them, absolutely be happy to talk about this, but how I run my business and be able to serve you best is for us to get on a call and I'm happy to schedule that with you so we can go over what it is that you need and what value is it. So you turn the, you know, the question, your answer into putting them into then your, if you will, your sales system, your sales funnel, so that you're developing a relationship. Right. Awesome tips, Marla. We're Thank so, you. <laughs> so grateful. So do you have one last tip that you'd like to leave? Uh, maybe that will help you sell in a more savvy manner for better results? You've been sharing some. Yeah, definitely the one I just gave. That's a that's a big one for most. Right, right. Um, because of you know, just today, technology. Everyone's accustomed without really thinking. Oh, great! I have email, and oh, good! I have a text, and I can get this done quicker and sooner, and all that. That's a, that's a, that's definitely a big one. Yeah, and just the other one is is the qualifying. Is that you really need to have a qualifying sales system so that your time is used wisely. So, in, in for example, in my in my uh, coaching business, is that I invite people who I feel you know are a potential candidate. Um, based on information that they've given me either by talking to them and me asking pertinent questions. I'll invite them to a discovery call. But with that discovery call first comes an application that they need to fill out. Mm -hmm. And that application has very important prompting questions that allow me, right, at that stage to qualify them and look at their answers and prepare for the discovery call, right, to see if, in fact, if they have the right mindset or they're on their way or they can afford services, that type of thing. Right. Because you're looking for that. Mm -hmm. You're looking for people that not only have a, a, at least a good level of wealth consciousness and want to move up to a next level and that they can afford and have a history of investing in themselves. Very good. Tell our listeners about yeah. your free gift. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. So, yeah, you can email me, or I should say my team, email support at marladiane.com, M-A-R-L-A-D-I-A-N-N.com, and I will send you, in fact, even put into the subject line, you know, spirituality podcast, um, and I will send you my five practical steps to getting started on the path to higher earning power. And I'll put that in the notes too. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Marla Diane. We are so happy to have you here today and share all of these valuable tips. So, uh, and remember folks, you can email support at marladiane.com subject line spirituality podcast and she will give you those five practical steps that she just told you about so i will see all of you next week until then keep an open mind a generous heart and a powerful spirit thank you for being with me today and if you enjoyed this episode Please subscribe, download, and comment. I'd love to hear from you, and your support is much appreciated. 
And don't forget, go to nancyshowalter.com to get your free electronic copy of my book, It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increased Wealth and Personal Mastery, endorsed by T. Harv Ecker. And my free mini course, How to Speak Your Success, The Shocking Truth of How Your Words Impact Achieving Your Goals. I'll see you next week.